you old guys on the back porch. Hello and welcome. I am Steve Scotch. And we have the lovely and talented cat. That's C-A-T. Running all the red lights. Oop, maybe that's me. Cat, let's get this party started. Hey, how y'all doing? We can be found on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all your premier podcast platforms. We also can be found on Facebook and Instagram. And we would love to. You picked your plot your platform you hit that subscribe button we give you a little tool guys every week on thursdays and we've got two shout outs this week one is christ church new zealand christ church has a lot of english heritage and has nicknames such as the garden city the most english city outside of england our other uh city is asugi asugi japan Asugi is an industrial area with uh, manufacturing parts, electrical equipment, and also we have a U.S.-Japan base there. We've got a listener in Japan? Yes, probably because we have a U.S. naval base there. Giving y'all a round of applause. (laughs) Or cheers. Alcohol is always here on the back porch, and it's a little nipply out here. It's January in Virginia. I like it. You know, to me, the phrase drink responsibly, it means don't spill it. And today, I'm doing the Mai Tai. I never had one. How tropical of you. Until we did a taste test right here on the back porch. The Mai Tai is a damn good drink. It is a good drink. Rum, lime juice. You really can't go wrong. Kat, what you got? I have a lovely um, caramel white Russian. Mmm. Little, Sounds sweet, little like creaminess you going on. Ooh, know what I'm talking about? All right, today we're gonna ramble on, ramble ab- on about music duos, duos, duets, collaborations uh, that actually work. You know, you got two people on stage in the studio, and they're making awesome music. That's funny you say that because there's supposedly a new TV show, TV program on um showtime called george and tammy oh yeah people are raving people about are that. saying it's a great great show so i want to see it if you got showtime check it out we know we love the possum on two old guys on the back porch you know they, they, they'll say like they were meant to sing together it, the voice is just gel Melt, melted but it's before we get To the good side of the duos and duets, we're going to take a rip at the bad ones. What sparked this topic was over the last year or two, I keep seeing these videos. I know I'm an old guy on the back porch, but I'll pop over the MTV channel every once in a while just to check out and make sure I'm not missing anything, right? See what the kids are doing. And they keep pairing up Avril Lavigne with with these little punks over and over again it and it, it, it it's god awful okay Maybe they're giving them punk props I, I don't know um avril lavigne is on travis barker's record label t tda it's something don't trust anyone is what it stands right. for and whatever it, it, they're pairing her up with these these little twits 
the first one was Maud Sun, whatever that is. Okay, now she's in this video leaning up against a tombstone, repeating this same line over and over again, and then Maud's son comes out with his green hair or whatever and starts yelling something about, up in flames, up in flames. I mean, it's freaking, oh, it's the wretched. Art, the art it's of, wretched. The art of it all. But, but the one, the, the one that, that, that killed me is the one that's out now. Okay, now we put av- Average Levine with Youngblood. Now, well, believe it or not, she got what are the stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Uh, I Girlfriend don't had so it. many fillers, she couldn't figure uh, her out. Average Levine and Youngblood. Okay, Youngblood, if you don't know who he is, don't look him up. He came out of the gutter like a couple years ago with his spiked hair and his punk rocker clothes. Check this out, young blood. Okay, punk rock died a horrible death like 40 years ago. So, so take your safety pins out, take your Doc Martens off, and just go away. But the song Avril Lavigne and Youngblood did, it's called I'm a Mess. And no truer lyrics have ever been sung. So it's literal? The song is a mess. The video's even worse. Now, now here's Average Lavigne. This chick's like upper 30s, tapping 40. And for some reason, she's still rocking a hoodie. I, I have no idea. So, it's at the so skate the, park. Here's a video. Rocking the skate park. Here's a video where? for another shitty duet with Average Levine. I don't know what's going on. It, it's song after song pairing her with these little punks. Girlfriend's called growth. You grow as a human being. I, I, you whatever. change. You don't say the same, okay? Okay, so she's got the hoodie pulled down. And she's sitting there on this wall, and she's got a skateboard beside her. And that's, that's when I couldn't take it. Okay, now her whole shtick, what was it, like early 2000s, was she was like the skater punk girl. Skate punk girl. Okay. <laughs> okay, skate sorry. punk girl. Okay, she's tapping 40 now. Still and, and she's singing these girl. crappy songs with these losers who have like maybe 15 minutes of fame. And it, it's brutal. I, I can't take it. It's so freaking pathetic. I think she's picking up a check, and that's about it. Anyway. I mean, she's not touring. Yeah, she is. She is? Yeah, she's, she's over. She's bringing that out to no, public? No, she's over in Europe. Oh, that's God. where you go when you, you're not good. You're not but anyway, good. I don't want to keep what's well, too late. I already railed on her. But she's the one that got put it. Thank you, Average Levine, the for putting of this duo thing in my head. Okay, now believe it or not, on the country music side, CMT which for some reason is called country music television, at least on air, on air dial here, they're known for showing zero country music shows but tons of commercials. Now, they actually had a good show. It was called Crossroads. Now, I don't know if it's still on or not. I, I think they put it on one of the pay-per-view channels like Paramount. Paramount Plus or something. I don't you have know. To pay I for was. It. I eventually was able to download an episode that you were talking about. It took forever. I don't know, it, but it was great. Now, now here you here you go. You have a, a network station channel, whatever on on Directv, and they actually had a show that people wanted to watch. Right. And what did they do? They yanked it off. Okay. Well, probably because you know why? It probably cost them money. So it, they it, could come up with a game show. And, oh no, that, let's do that. It, it, it cost was, us no money. It was called Crossroads. Um, again, I don't know if it's still going or not. 
but but they would pair a country music artist with an artist from like another music genre. And and it was great. They had Casey Musgraves paired with Katy Perry. That was great. Leon Bridges, uh, super cool guy. Big fan of Leon Bridges. He was paired up with one of the Lukes, the young Luke. They had Lady A, Stevie Nicks. An old one. This is old school. Trace Atkins in 38 Special. Woo! Southern Rock Rules. Uh, Martina McBride and Pat Benatar, they oh, kicked yeah. ass. That I mean, both great. those ladies can belt it out. And and here's one recently, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss supposedly did a show. Now, of course, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss put out an album, it was like 2007. Ages ago. Yeah, ages ago. And now they've done another one. And, and who would have thought that Alison Krauss... Called, uh, how how did I make money before? No, oh, no, no. I'm oh, not gonna, yeah, no these two don't need any money. I'm going oh, to take you... I'm going to pull you back on that. You think Alison Krauss and Robert Plant need a dollar? You must be kidding. I mean, the, the, they did... A lot did of people it. lost money during the pandemic. So okay, so take, back, take back what you said. These two don't... Need, they could sit at home the rest of their life. Alison Krauss has this angelic voice. Robert Plant... Who, you know, who would have thought those two would have worked together? Right. But it does. Now, here, here's a duo that was freaking awesome and then abruptly broke up. And they were called the Civil Wars. And if you don't know who the Civil Wars were, were they were great. It's John Paul White and Joy Williams. They were only together for like three or four years. If you know who the Civil Wars were, you know how great they were. I mean, they, for some reason, they were super popular, and then bam, it was over. Something, I, her husband was like the manager. I don't know what happened. No specifics I ever think came out. I just explain what happened. The husband was the manager. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's, you got to think about a duo most of them come crashing down, right. not so quick as, as the Civil Wars, but, you know, it's day in, day out, you're looking at the same person, almost like a marriage. We're 31 <laughs> years, baby. <laughs> Are you still looking? You're, you're, you're on the road, but you hear what I'm saying. Right, you're on the right, road, right, right, right. and you're making business decisions over I mean, and over. Do you, and do you feel like you have a work wife? That you work with? A work wife? Yeah, it's no. what people, another person in the business you feel is your work wife now. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Anyway, they were great. It just, it blew up. Now, there have been so many great duos through the years, but it is a dicey situation, you know, trying to keep the thing going. Sonny and Cher. I bring Sonny and Cher up. Some of you are going to laugh, and some of you are too young to know who they were. But they I loved their show when I was a child. They had some good songs, and their chemistry was great. They had a song way back in the day called Baby Don't Go. Look up that song, Sonny and Cher. It's got this big Phil Spector wall of reverb behind right. it. It's a freaking awesome song. I'm going way back in the day because... The duo has kind of died out. Let's be real. Um, the Righteous Brothers, the Everly Brothers. The Everly Brothers, they had a song called Bird Dog that was cool. All I Have to Do is Dream. 
my favorite band ever, R.E.M., did a cover of All I Have to Do is Dream. Here's a band, here's a duo people kind of overlook, the Indigo Girls. Amy and Emily, great harmonies. They were, they were really good big together. In the, big in the Lilith, the Lilith tour. Yeah. Um, now, of course, in the country music world, that's where the duo really shines, right? You had Johnny and June... Correct. Conway Twitty and Loretta Lynn. So many killer songs. So smooth. They did like 11 albums together. People thought they were. Mm-hmm-hmm-hmm. That's how their chemistry well, was so great. there's a picture that people put around of Conway Twitty with the button chops and going, you know, you got, if this is your dad, you know you got other brothers and sisters around. <laughs> Conway Twitty, I'm going to say one of the most underrated country singers ever. I know he did some cheesy shit in the 80s or 90s, but Conway Twitty, when he grabbed that microphone, that brother could bring it, man. Oh, he brought it. And him and Loretta did so many great songs. And, of course, Kat already mentioned George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Um, legends. On and off the microphone. Jessica Chastain is doing another Tammy. You remember she did that one with Tammy, mm-hmm. the, eye, the eyes right. of Tammy Faye. Yeah. Well, she's playing Tammy and George and Tammy. Yeah. Golden Ring, two-story house. George and Tammy, hard to beat. Now, today, in the country music realm, we do have some duos. I'm sad to report. Uh-uh. <laughs> Let me take a sip Brooks first. And Dunn. No, Brooks and Dunn were good. I like those guys. This one's called Dan and Shay. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna say it's. It's. I'm gonna be nice and say it's bad. It, it's the hair, the look, the all of it. The they can sing. That's a sad thing. These two guys can sing, but the songs are just they're horrible. They have the uh, the Osborne brothers. The Osborne brothers are okay. There's one guy uh, can wail on the guitar. The other one sings fairly well. Uh, in the country realm, we have Maddie and Tay. They're they're still trying. It's two girls. Uh, they're you know talking about country girls trying to you know skin a deer and catch a fish. There's <laughs> some girls you need to have. There's just, some there's some skills that not there, everybody there's has. There's just really nothing big over the top as far as duos. Can you think of anything? Um and I think the problem is now everyone now, on this Okay, p- there's one don't do again, Elton John and anybody else. Yeah, they the Dua Lipa was good and then they went to Britney and it I was not good. I don't even know what that is. That's called uh what's think it's gonna be good there in the big old club there. I think the duo thing is, is died a horrible death. It's just it, everyone on planet Earth now, especially in the in that biz, is they're so selfish and paranoid. You know, well, no, they're constantly fearing they're going to break up, and that's going to be the end of my career. And I'm yeah, I mean, no, again. no one thinks about doing things together anymore. No. It's all about me, me, me. I mean, how long did Hollow Notes hang together? Um, I mean, that was a rather successful pairing. No response. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't you don't want to talk about? We're going to end on Hollow Notes. I'm sorry, Daryl's Sorry, people. Where did Whatever. That go? It's too bad. The music world. Gerald's house. 
the music world could use an awesome duo right now. All right, let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch. All right, this week we have Alexander Fleming. Get your pad and pen out and take notes. Born in 1881 from Can't Say It, Dariel, England. Sorry if you're from Dariel. Now, if you didn't know, you're going to know now. Alexander Fleming discovered penicillin. Now, here's how it went down. Fleming was messing with some staph infections, and he noticed it growed into like several different strands. Does that sound familiar? So he injected the, can't say it, staphylococci on culture plates and left them for a couple of days. And when he came back, he noticed that the cultures had fungus on it that had killed the staphylococci or staphylococcus, I believe they call it. He then grew the mold in a pure culture and found it contained, contained an antibacterial substance. He tried it on the staph locusifus, I can't oh say God. it. He's really getting taxed here. Brutal. Mm. And it was a score. A score. He, and then he tried it on scarlet fever. Scored again. Score. He then tried it on pneumonia. Score. Meningitis. Now, this was 1929, but penicillin wasn't mass-produced until 1945. And that was pretty much the start of modern antibiotics. And he was um, a captain in the Army Medical Corps there in England for World War I. He was, also became a knight, became Sir Alexander Fleming. He was very clever, graduated school at the ripe age of 16. Yeah, was, I, I also I, penicillin was very useful during World War II. True. I, look, I remember as a kid, I would get like a runny nose. Bam! Shot of penicillin. No, in it. you didn't. Yes, you, you were allergic. Can I finish? Okay, sorry. When I was a kid, I would get a runny nose. Mom takes me up to his name was Doctor Wally. <laughs> Dr. Wally. Dr. Wally. Because back then there was very few. We go to female doctors now. Me and the wifey, all, everybody in this family has female doctors. Back then there were none. Of course, we're talking late I had 60s. Dr. Herman, the German. Yes. I would get a sore throat. Guess what? Bam. Penicillin in the ass. The pediatricians my mom took me, me and my brother to years ago, he only knew one cure. And that was to give you a shot of penicillin in your hip every time I went in there. Of course, Katya said years down the road, I found out I, for some reason I ended up being allergic to it. But I got so many shots of penicillin when I was a kid. I can't even tell you. I don't know if they still use I it. I only got one pot shot of penicillin, and that was it. Because <laughs> yeah. guess what? I'm also allergic to it. Right. Fleming's discovery of penicillin, it really changed the world of modern medicine. You know, penicillin, that, penicillin has saved... And is still saving millions of lives around the world. And that makes Alexander Fleming one tough son of a bitch. What are you watching, man? I am watching, and it's this ninth season, and, and I'm never, ever not watching this. 
usually I'll not watch it for a while and then I'll pull it out of the DVR and start watching a bunch of them. It's Finding Your Roots with uh, Henry Louis Gates Jr. I love it because you get, you know, he does a lot of different people. He'll do celebrities, actresses, musicians, politicians. He does everybody. And this opening night season that he did um, Ed Norton and Julia Roberts, which was really great. And it's just a really good, they do a whole book of life where they show everything that, you know, they reach far into their their history and their family and show everything and their ancestry. Mm -hmm. um, Julia was really great. She had a lot of Swedish ancestry. Ed Norton had a very lot of English ancestry and the big, the big, um, don't we all reveal on that is Pocahontas was his 12th grand great grandmother. Wow. John Rolfe. How about John that? Rolfe, who has a street just down the road from us. Who knew? Ed we're we're so his close. 12th great grandparents. How wild. And of course, the, the bad part about finding your roots is finding out that All the somebody had slaves. Yeah. <laughs> and that's always the bad part. And both Ed Norton and Julia Roberts found out, you know, he was from Virginia roots. She was from Georgia. Someone in their lineage, of course, had slaves. But of course, unlike um, Mr. Affleck, didn't try and get them not to reveal that. Hmm, I didn't know that. There's What's this, the show called? This show is called Finding Your Roots. And it's where on is PBS. it? Oh, it's PBS. On, public I think it's on Tuesday nights. It's All always right. a good watch. All right, cool. All right, we're going to roll right into Cocktail of the Week. It's not really a cocktail, but this is a fun one. You said roll. This is a party favorite. Party favorite. It's called the Jello Shot. After we run out of cocktails, we might go to shooters and shots. But we're going to start early with the Jello shot. You all all know what it is. Now, what is it, Steve? I didn't know. You know, I, <laughs> I am so interested right now. Look, you're at a party. Somebody rolls around with a little tray of them, and they pretty much force them on you. Right? You don't have a choice here. here take, take it. it. Take it. Take and it. usually. Even the people not of legal age will take <laughs> take a shot at the well, Jello shooter, and, and down the hatch it goes. And the history of the Jello shot, the modern Jello shot, is uh, made from a man named Tom Lear, who used gelatin to uh, mask the taste of alcohol, because of course he was on a military base. Wow! And didn't Good want play. them to know that they were. Drinking alcohol. Smart man. Another option, this is one I don't believe, actually dates back to 1862, how to mix drinks, the, or the Bon, the bon Vivant's Companion. Uh, so that a jello shot was created then. But I'm believing more Tom Lehrer. Man in the service. The man in the service. Serving his country and himself. The, All right, sugar, this one. the sugar in these mixes help mask the taste of alcohol and and when you tie up to a solid form, it doesn't dissolve in your tongue. All right, this one is a little bit tricky. You got to do a little work on this one. All right, get you like a medium bowl, stir in the Jello mix, and you need like eight ounces of water. You got to boil it until the Jello dissolves. Add in four ounces or more, if you want to, of Tito's vodka, and then four ounces of cold water. 
and then pour your special mixture into like 16 little plastic shot glasses and chill them until they're solid. And bam, you have the Jello shot. It's really not that tricky, but I'm going to tell you, be careful because a Jello shooter, it's they can sneaky. go down very easy. And then next thing you know, bam, you've got a big buzz that you really weren't expecting. It's a sneaky one. Woo. All right, band of the week. This one's a little wild, but me and wifey were coming back from probably the liquor store. I don't know. We got Sirius Radio on. Listen to Sirius Radio. I hear this song. I'm like, who the hell is that? Turn it up a little bit. You know, whatever the Sirius channel is, it's supposed to be alternative with uh, Madison is on there. That, that, Madison. The Wombats and the Cannons. And the, it's just, God, it's, it's, it's almost. But the, what's the one lately we've listed? XMU is a little better. Some yeah, that, some that pressure station stuff. is brutal. But anyway, we went to the alternative alternative station. And this band called Fontaine's DC comes on. And I'm listening, I'm like, what the hell is this? Formed in 2017 from Dublin, Ireland. Whoa. They were originally called the Fontaines, but they had to add the DC, which stands for, I think, Dublin City, because there was some other band, uh, some shitty band from Los Angeles that already okay. had the name. You know where the, the Fontaine name comes from? Um, from I think it's a, Godfather. Yeah, it's a character. It's a Johnny Fontaine. Remember, Johnny Fontaine's going to be like the big, the big, well, Frank Sinatra-ish right. person. Like today, we brought in Television Minds, right? Right. Television Mind, but the first song I heard by him was called Roman Holiday. And, and what caught my ear was, you can tell this band, they don't, they don't sit there with a laptop and write songs. Doing it on the the drummer, the bass player, the guitarist. It seems like they get in a room and they just jam this stuff out. I, I dig it. I, I like listening to the grooves. And then uh, the singer, can't pronounce his name, Green Chatton. He comes in like straight out of Manchester Factory Records vocals. That's the only thing I'm going to say. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's like a, It's got like a Joy Division... Uh, like I said, factory records back in the day sound. You know, there's no verse, chorus, verse, chorus, lead shit. It's different, okay? And and I'm begging for something different right now. Uh, they were actually nominated for a Grammy. I had no idea. Best rock album in 2021 and lost to the shitty band called The Strokes. The Strokes, if you like them, wake the hell up, man. Fontaine's DC... Again, it, this thing is different. It's a little different. I like how the singer lets the band like play out and just jam these grooves for a while and comes with these weird freaking vocals. It, it's freaking great. So check out Fontaine's DC, wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for listening. We will see you all down the road. See ya. That's a televised mind. That's a televised mind.